0: Good evening. I'm your host, Grace Locke. If you've been following along with us for a while, welcome back. And for you newcomers, glad to have you. Here tonight with us is my uncle Robert, who was a former police officer for the south side of Dane County in the town of Madison. Also here with us tonight is Allison, a general doctor in family medicine in the Milwaukee area. Thank you for being here with us, Robert and Allison. Are you familiar with the research done by Sarah Tracy called Locking Up Emotion, Moving Beyond Dissonance for Understanding Emotional Labor Discomfort. She evaluates how emotional labor affects employees in the workforce, her focus specifically on correctional officers and workers. Robert, our listeners are wondering how you coped with emotions on the job as a cop, especially with the concept of emotional labor being the process of managing feelings to meet the emotional requirements of a job. How does the police force handle emotions? Were you initially taught anything for handling your emotions around civilians? Robert thanks me for having him, and he also says, I'm not familiar with the findings of the Tracy article, but as far as handling emotions, suppressing emotions was a learned behavior not taught. You see other officers, paramedics, and others, and you just do your job and you do it with little or no emotion. One would think that as a cop, there would be more integration into training about how to handle your emotions. How would you experience emotion on the job? What was that like? People ask me, you know, cop stories. Right. You kind of
1: just ignore it because you're, you know, you're already stressed out. What, a, what might have just happened that day or the day before? So you really you tend to go,
0: um, you know, become an introvert. Sure. As far as emotional and you you know Well now I feel bad because I've definitely asked you for cop stories.
1: You put on uh um oh put a kind of a, a facade and, and sold things inside is the number one thing.
0: Right. What do you mean hold things inside? You pretty much
1: you're just boiling but you know you, you generally don't yeah you, you didn't express it and very rarely after major situations was help offered does yeah grin and bear it you know or go to the bar after
0: That's unfortunate because having emotional buildup is rather bad for your well-being as a whole. I mean, for instance, in the Tracy article, it states that emotional labor is associated with, you know, a number of negative psychological effects like burnout, stress and alienation, depression, cynicism and role alienation and emotional numbness. Robert laughed at that and said that explains a lot. So, in response, I said, Glad to see you can stay lighthearted about it. So, my apologies for my awful interrogation skills. Is there a specific situation as a cop that stuck with you? Going
1: into details, there's one that definitely will always stick in my mind that committed suicide in the living room. Yeah. The bullet actually went up through the bedroom about six inches away from a, a baby that was sleeping.
0: Oh, wow. How did you cope with that?
1: You know, do you pay for it? Can you go home? You know, right. doesn't mention that you just you know fought with guys, took babies, parents away from their babies, or just all just went. Pook. Okay, the day's over. Bye. Right. Hit your gut. Sure.
0: It's crazy to think that this is one of the many professions where emotions are bottled up and outlets to let feelings out aren't always offered. Um, so, did you just bottle it up and go home? Robert says, most of the time, yes. Then again, it's all about how you deal with it off the job. They loosen up after drinking or getting together
1: amongst themselves and relate. You know, when you tell a story, you feel it, you know it.
0: Yeah, of course. I've actually heard that, you know, having an outlet like this helps quite a bit. In similarity, there are other professions where you have to put on a sort of um, facade as well to maintain professionality and cope with personal emotions at the same time. Our other guest, uh, Dr. Allison Lux, experiences similar struggles like yours, Robert, particularly with how she processes and works through her emotions when working with patients.
1: In the same way, it's a burden because I carry a lot of those stories with me always. I mean, I still have patient stories and um, health challenges from 20 years ago that are I am. Very emotionally taxing.
0: Do you agree with Robert that using your co-workers to work through your emotions helps?
1: In the end, you just sort of end up talking about it with your peers a lot, you know? Like when you wish sort of a way to work through, well, this is what happened and this is how I feel about it. Things that you can talk through and some things that you just kind of have to...
0: Overall, it can be seen by the research conducted by Sarah Tracy and other scholars how prevalent emotional labor is in some professions and how impactful they are on our emotions. Despite how influential emotional labor in professions is on our mental health, we find that talking with those who are in a similar field can help drastically. It's our coworkers and peers that can validate our feelings and reciprocate them. In similarity to the findings of Sarah Tracy, Organizations should provide spaces and time for employees to give each other social support. After all, if we were to all utilize our peers and coworkers to work through our emotions, we could combat the negative effects of emotional labor.